I can hear you when you scratch your beard. Yeah, these things are a little bit more sensitive than right. I might have wanted. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> so so no beard. more masturbating under the table while we're recording. <laughs> Damn it. The show's going to be no fun now. <laughs> This show's just gonna be everybody quiet. Byron. Nope, it's Christina. <laughs> well, did you guys have anything on your mind? Anything pressing stories? Um, no, no, I think uh, uh well I say that. I'm sure something will come up, but mm-hmm. uh no, I think uh you know, we just talked about it, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, wide open this time, hmm. this time around. So yeah, because I just, I just I like know. jumping right into whatever. Right, right. Cosmo was on fire today. Cosmo was on fire today. Yes. Well, what? How? I don't know. What's funny is like I get a text message, and it's somebody who can see the smoke from the strip, and it's like. He was sitting there, he was like, oh, so I was on my lunch, and I was like, he, he literally, he just texted me, he's like, the Cosmo's on fire, and I'm like, oh, okay. How does that happen? <laughs> no, no. I don't Usually, know. At least, at least, you know, depend, depending on who you know, it's like, the Cosmo's on fire, and, you know, if somebody comes out of the blue and tells you that, like, were you involved? <laughs> <laughs> why are you telling me this and why have I not heard it before now not even in the paper yet right <laughs> <laughs> hmm. alright well but, um, it's great cause um, basically from where I work or where our break room is like we have you can see the strip yeah basically so it's, it's pretty awesome so he saw smoke from the strip like a lot of it and like he's got his little smartphone like everybody else but me and Byron have and he just like spammed refresh on Twitter until it told him <laughs> what was going on. Oh wow! So, but yeah, I, I guess Twitter is good for relaying information quick. I don't know. Twitter's yeah, weird. Did, yeah, that that did actually lead us into it because it's like I've always had my own opinions on Twitter. Where uh, I decided, you know, it, it's it's a really good uh, uh, forum. For people who need to be publicly speaking, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like uh, if you're a politician, it's yeah. very good to have a Twitter account. If you're a journalist, it's really good to have a Twitter account. And uh, you know, if uh, if you don't make your living telling people stuff, yeah, then you probably don't need one. Yeah. But it's good to check it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you know, for something you know, for something like that, it's it, it, it's a good way to 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 spread information really quickly. You know, indeed. So. Uh, I'll give it a little bit more credit than I than I did initially. So, hmm. interesting. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm still not going to be posting anything on it anytime soon <laughs> until I actually have something relevant to say in the world. So, hmm. you know, some people know how to we, use it. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm on there and I see people. Some people are just funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Some most people are not. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the real world. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm on Twitter, and most of the people I follow are just random people where you'll just see someone will post something, right. and they'll say, oh, they're funny, follow, follow, follow. Right. You know, handful of porn stars, cause, but only if they're funny. Right. I'm not going to hear about, hey, look at my vagina. Okay, I've seen that. I don't need that. What do you have to say now? Tell us right, some right. stories in 140 characters. Right. Well, no, I mean, I, I think that's what it comes down to is, like, you know, the, they, they, they probably have something relevant to say. So, mm-hmm. You know, uh so even with a million celebrities having it and 
you know the majority not having anything pertinent to bring to the public it's a uh, it's still something it, it's a good forum for for when it does come up that you know someone has something uh important to say so sure you know like i said i'll give them credit yeah <laughs> oh yeah I think it works just as well if you have one friend that's on Twitter and keeps up with information and decides to text you all the time when anything happens. <laughs> well, that's I think true. that's it. Your Twitter account is your friend. That's it. That's <laughs> one person. <laughs> I don't need a smartphone. I've got one. <laughs> it walks around all the time and tells me everything I need to know, whether I want to or whether I want to hear it or not, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know, uh, that's it's something that I'll – I'll keep an eye on, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still very anti-technology for the time being. So. I understand. <laughs> well, Christina's on Facebook, and right. I am too. So if I need to contact you guys, and I don't want to text you. I'll just send you a message, and you know, there well, you we go. actually discussed that too. It's oh, like yeah? you know, like uh, that's you know, basically, <laughs> basically, you know, she she is now becoming the the go-to person for contact. Oh, you know, because I do my best to not. <laughs> to not have that access. Yeah, you kind of cut off from everybody. So I'll, someone will text you, and you never text back. And then okay, let me t- let me text Christina, and she'll text back. So you're kind of the the secretary, right? not to get too sexist or anything. <laughs> well, no, I mean she's just more responsible than I am. That, that's a good point. To, <laughs> uh, like, I am female. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is actually something I've seen. Uh, my sister is actually the same way. Where uh, it's um. Uh, she married uh, in 2001, and uh, it's in, in very short order. Basically, her husband's family talks to her more than she talks more than they talk to him. So it's like, like she talks to her husband's mother and father okay. more than her husband does. Oh, okay. Oh wow. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, there's there's no there's no bad blood or anything like that. Yeah. You know, they 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 have a reasonably normal relationship from everything I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's just that she is the one. That is the communicator. Okay. So. <laughs> Some people are. Some people, right. they just, they like, they like all the constant <laughs> talking. I know I don't. I don't like to talk to anybody. Oh, yeah. So. But, yeah. I mean, it's like, and, and you know, I've, I've seen it before. Just, I've, I've seen myself do it. Like you said, it's like somebody will send me a text and I'll be like, oh, okay. And I think, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll text them back. Yeah. And then two days later, I'm like, <laughs> did I ever text them? Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's what I figured it is. You see, you can go, okay, cool, yeah, I'll okay, get back okay. to them when I can't. And then it's just life kind of gets in the way. So well, it's not, I don't think it's even that. I don't have enough of a life to get in the way of anything. It's, it's The brain. Just, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Malfunction. <laughs> it's, that, uh, it's that half-baked moment where you get that little uh, operator busy tone, just do-do-do. <laughs> you're trying to access information, it's just gone. So... <laughs> You know, people 20 and under have no idea what that tone is. <laughs> I know. That's actually true. I know. Busy signals, things like What's that. What's an operator? Right. <laughs> people have been born after we graduated high school. That it's is, weird. Right, right. And uh, those people are now adults. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's like they are they are legal adults yeah. that were born after after we got out of high school. They're almost getting ready to, to be able to drink. Yeah, right. Ooh. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary. Getting old. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is sadder than checking someone's ID and, and it's like, huh, nineteen ninety three. Yeah, you're you're good to do whatever. Dude, I was I I was in high school in nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Yeah, we're all getting old. But it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel That's, old. Well, yeah. But I'm, I mean I get called old a lot because Pat calls me old man. <laughs> I don't feel old. No, no. Well, it, it, it's all in your environment too. Yeah. I mean, the um, again, 
um, I think we've, uh, me and Christina have gone through this where um, uh, it, it, it depends on who you're hanging around, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, when you're when you're around a lot of people your own age, um, you still feel the same way you were. You know, we we all kind of, uh, I guess, cling to the to the era where we were kind of in our prime. Oh sure, you know, yeah. And uh, and you know that if you're within a bubble of people who are also from that era, um, it'll never get popped. And yeah, then that's you, true. And like you said, then that pretty soon you'll talk to somebody and they're going <laughs> to be like, "What's a busy signal?" And you're like, "You know what you get on the phone." Fu- oh, you have no idea, do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, hmm. you know, it's a, uh, it, it can be sad. So it's like now I just you got to embrace it. You yeah, gotta embrace it. You know, I talk to talk to somebody, and it's like if they're twenty seven, twenty eight, and you know they're, you know, I, I want to talk about something that I knew of when I was like fifteen, sixteen. It's pointless to them because <laughs> it's like they weren't even making memories at that point. It's like you might have been alive, but yeah. it doesn't matter. So. <laughs> Still pooping yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and and I think that's the, I think that's the genesis. (coughs) I think that's the genesis of people becoming their parents where it's like, uh, you know, you, uh, you kind of start, you kind of start creating that bubble of uh, your era when everything was awesome and everything that comes out after that is not going to be as awesome. I know. And, you know, the, 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 the more you, the more you actually uh, take that to heart, the more you become uh, you damn kids in your music. <laughs> you know, it's like I, you just, you you're know, shaking your fist at somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I try to keep up on modern music. I want to see what the hear what the kids are listening to. Right, right. And some of it, I'm listening, going, "Is this really shitty, or am I just old?" <laughs> it's got to be shitty. I know. I love music. I love the artistry behind it. I like some modern stuff, but right, then right. some of it's just awful. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It can be, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think what it is, is we're, we're either trying harder, but what I feel like is, uh, you're smarter about it now. Mm. You, you know enough about it. You've listened to enough Yeah. where it's like, you can, you can disseminate something where it's like, you probably didn't take a whole lot of talent to make this. Yes. So it's like, it might be okay, but it's pretty much, it's not, it's not great. Yeah. And then, um, you know, if you look back at what what music we listen to it's like you remember music mm-hmm. but uh you've also forgotten about a lot of music of our era that we didn't listen to because it was yeah. bad back then yeah and uh, so all all you have to hang on to it's like oh man everything was great back then no 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 everything i remember from back then was great <laughs> well you took you had your your favorites and you you stuck you kept those over the years right. you kept those part of your part of your music collection right, but right. Other, everything else you kind of let it go yeah. So maybe the good stuff was only a small percentage. Exactly. A lot of That's stuff just got left behind because it was terrible. <laughs> right. So anyone exploring, say, the 80s mm-hmm. decade, they're going to find a lot of crap. Exactly. So. Exactly. But I mean that that's just it. It's like, you know, I you know, you we we, we say it's it, it's, you know, a lot of there's a lot of bad music being made now. Mm-hmm. And and that's just it. It's like the only reason we we make that observation is because you know, we're 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 seeing it all and uh yeah. and we're remembering it all where you don't have uh, <laughs> you don't have um, somebody telling you it's like you know no the music from the early nineties was awesome come on you know Pearl Jam and Nirvana yeah. and it's like Enrico Suave who <laughs> <laughs> yeah we forget that, that alongside these really cool bands that were that were that are still relevant were just this, these awful musicians <laughs> right it's like you know that came yeah. out at the same time too yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> yeah yup. <laughs> 
So yeah, I mean, uh, hmm. I, th- I think it's uh, you know, it's all perception, but it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't change the fact that yes, we're all getting old. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, we try though. I mean, my mother still listens to modern music. She loves rock oh, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. So I, I admire that. I want to kind of mimic that. I want to keep up with everything. And so. and yeah, and uh, I, I can imagine it's tough. You know, it's yeah. like uh, yeah. you know, as much as I try, I'm still bad at it. So. <laughs> You know, uh, that's that's commendable. So, hmm. uh, Fascinating. I'm thirsty. You guys thirsty? Sounds like a plan. You want to bust open a wine? <laughs> yes. I already know. <laughs> I'm a step ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's pause and take a break, and, and then and okay. then and we'll, we'll we'll come back. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. We are we are recording now. Part two. All right. Cheers. 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 Happy birthday, Rob. Oh, thank you. Happy thank birthday, you very much. sir. It's tasty. It very works. Very tasty. It works. So Usually. we have our, have our wine now. Exactly. <laughs> not even a wine person. That's not too bad. But yeah. I think that's what it is. This is the Because it entry tastes level. like grape juice. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> um, so have you ever heard of or seen Cannibal the Musical? Yeah, Do you, a couple uh, okay. times. Um, have you watched it with the director's commentary? Hmm. No. Okay. I've not watched it without it. Oh, really? <laughs> I've only watched it with the director's commentary. Um, my friend who told me about it uh, uh, told me I, that's that was the that was the real reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, to watch it. Um, uh, for anyone that's not heard of it or doesn't know anything about it, if you're a fan of South Park or Trey Parker and Matt Stone, uh, this is basically. Um, kind of their uh, final student film from uh, uh, when they were in college or when they just got out of college or something to that effect. Hmm. Um, but uh, from everything I understand, it was kind of uh, like their big college project was making this movie oh, when, wow. when they were going to, to film school or, or something to that effect. So uh, it's, it's got a lot of their friends in it, uh, mm-hmm. people from the like uh, basketball and orgasmo movies and things like that. Yeah. Um, but it's all, you know, when, when they're, when they're pretty young. Um, the uh, the director's commentary uh, starts out and it, it, it sounds like anything else except uh, as as the the movie's being introduced, they basically tell you straight out um, we're going to be drinking through this through this <laughs> whole commentary, and uh, you know so they start and they they're explaining things like any commentary would and you know they're making jokes just like they always do and everything's cool. Um, I can't remember how deep you go into the movie. I want to say you go uh, almost exactly halfway into the movie somewhere somewhere about halfway into the movie. Um, the commentary just kind of trails off and uh, there's no commentary for like 20 minutes <laughs> just you're, you're, you're you're just watching the movie yeah. for like 20 minutes comes back and they're all kind of laughing because they had been drinking so much they forgot they were doing the commentary <laughs> <laughs> and so the rest of it is them continuing the commentary but now they're like really drunk oh so. no <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's 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 actually pretty funny hmm. but uh that's that's what I always recommend if if you watch it, um, even if you don't like it from the beginning because it's it's kind of you know it can't be cheesy but uh, um, the the director's commentary will make it worth it regardless. So wow, um, it is uh, it is interesting. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. That we back in college when uh, when Greg and I first first became friends, he mm-hmm. we did, we had a class where we had to take a a, a scene of a film and analyze it okay I think mine was some scene from Pulp Fiction it was I think it was supposed to be some shot that was a continuous shot oh okay I think that was the theme right right and I picked this the scene where 
where Butch uh, gets out of his car and he goes through the back lot of a little place to go get his watch. Okay. And the camera follows him for a good 10 minutes. Right, right. It's just him going and going. I think that the scene ends when he shoots John Travolta's right, character. Right. And that's the, a whole shot. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Greg picked the scene from that movie, from Cannibal the Musical. And I don't even know what scene it was. It might have been one where Maybe one of the songs? or no, Maybe. No, I don't know. But I've never seen the movie back then. So right, we're all right. sitting in the class watching it. We're all going, what is this? And this was, I guess, pre-South Park, because it was 99, yeah, right. or might have been early South Park. No, no, it was, it was pre-South Park. Hmm. It was... because no, we, we were in college, 99, 1999. Right. Well, the movie's like 94, 95. Okay. It, 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 or maybe so the, yeah, the movie came out. It was, like, it was like a year or two before. Okay. Uh, I think South that Park. might have been when South Park, by that point, we'd seen South Park, and yeah. he said, hey, by the way, here's some stuff from the guys that made South Park. Right, right. So it was, it was bizarre. <laughs> Very strange. So, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, it's a uh, it's definitely a, a, a good. Uh... Thought to share that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I know, pretty bad burp. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's definitely something to um, to to give a shot if you haven't had a had a shot to see it. So, hmm. so Cannibal the Musical, pick up the DVD. There you go. <laughs> that is good stuff. Now, what is this wine that we're enjoying? This is uh, what is this? Blue Moscato, and it has flowers. So you can see that on the on the on the show. That is correct. <laughs> He'll put that on the Instagram account. Yes, we don't have an Instagram account. <laughs> oh, that that way to give it away. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, no, I think like I, I look at Moscato as like the, uh, um, what do they call it? The gateway drug. Gateway. It's it's the gateway to other wines. Oh, really? Where it's like I think. Uh, yeah, because it's it's sweeter, it's it's easier on the palate. It's not really dry at all. So, oh, okay. Um, I think it's <laughs> I think it's something that's a lot more widely accepted than a, than a lot of the other wines. Like you oh. can be not a wine drinker and drink it. Okay. Drink what? Moscato. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So excellent. It's a good switch from beer over if you still like carbonation, but you don't want the calories. Hmm. Is there carbonation in here? A little. Hmm. So maybe like a hint of, of champagne type. Maybe beverage. not so much. Normally Moscato has a little more. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel any. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I'm already drunk. <laughs> You've had <laughs> that was a quarter of a glass. What that, that was that was the she, she's thinking of the bottle she had on the way here. So. Oh okay. <laughs> so there was actually a fourth bottle. <laughs> that was not a present. <laughs> Present for you. This is the <laughs> what you got was the wine version of the holiday five pack from Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were six bottles of wine in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I brought you a five pack. There's no such thing as a five pack. That's right. Well, see you later. <laughs> it's a good commercial. No. <laughs> They're not a sponsor. Right. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> not, not that we're saying you should send us lots of Heineken and uh, have us tout it throughout the show. No, not at all. Don't do that, Heineken. <laughs> Wonderful green beverage. Yes. <laughs> should do Mickey's. No. See what happens. Just what? do it and then record yourself. Wait, do a what? Mickey's. What's that? Uh, a malt liquor. Um. You never had Mickey's? I don't think I have. <laughs> oh sure. I'm just feeling it all over your table. Okay. Awesome. We are we are zero for one Ooh, in uh, 
in trying Mickey's and uh, living to tell the tales. So, oh, really? So yeah. it wasn't. It's a. Uh, it's it's a lot stronger than advertised. How's that? Oh. Okay. Um, it is. I mean, the the alcohol content is is normal. Hmm. Um, but all our stories, all the stories we hear, are. <laughs> Are usually something to the effect of, I made it through X amount of Mickey's and then I passed out. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I let me clarify. I made it through X amount of Mickey's and passed out, where X is a fraction of one. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, you never you never get to like the same amount of alcohol that you get any with, with anything else. Interesting. It's, uh, it does not take much of it, and for some reason, I, you know, I. I I think it's like, it's like, you know, still a normal alcohol percentage, six, seven percent alcohol, yeah. maybe eight, nine percent quaalude. I don't know. It's quaalude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> those are old school uh, date rape drugs. If uh, you don't know what those are, um, they're Thank back. Thank you in, for clarifying. <laughs> they're back in the. Uh, they're back in the news because of Bill Cosby. So. Yeah. What What about Bill Cosby? Well, back in his day, back when, like he was he he. He started comedy in the in early the 60s. 60s. Yeah. Might even been late 50s, but I know right. early 60s. Yeah, 60s is when out. he was like starting and to get popular. Yeah, so back then that was the, the as you said the date rape drug drug of choice. Right. So he yeah, it's funny. You heard some of his earlier stuff? Um only just for a snippet of it um on a on a show very recently. Yeah. But, but I never really paid that much attention uh previous to that, so. Well, I had an album even as a kid my dad had one of his albums and he had a bit where he would talk. He was talking about playing football with his friends. Okay. And he said, "You ladies don't know anything about it. You're playing with dolls and stuff." And and it was just this little, just throwaway remark, but it kind of stuck with me as, as mildly sexist. Right. Which kind of hinted at he's not. He well, he's a rapist. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a big leap to make. <laughs> right. Right. But it, it but, all makes sense now. Right. Right. That Those is little clues a were huge there. escalation. It, it is. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I wouldn't even guessed it back then. But now that these allegations are coming out. And he's saying these kind of sexist remarks back in his earlier days. There's a slight connection there. Right, right. Well, I mean, so yeah. he's a rapist? Yeah, that seems to be the case. Yeah. You don't think he could have just had money to buy whatever he wanted? Well, mm. he did have money, but... That he used for quaaludes. Yes. To give to women. <laughs> and hotel rooms. <laughs> according to his 2005 deposition in court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could have just like called your local escort service and you know avoided your huge lawsuit. That probably would have been a lot better. Yeah, I mean, if you'd heard, hey, Cosby had a bunch of hookers back in the day. Who cares? You know, a lot of famous people use hookers, but yeah, this is not as good. No, (laughs) this is bad. (laughs) Matter of fact, there's there's almost no good in this. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much one hundred percent bad. Wonder who started this conversation. Sorry, <laughs> Bill Cosby. <laughs> but it's sad, though. Yeah. I mean, is this what it means to get older, where our heroes either they die or they turn out to be not who we thought they were? You know, I'm going to say yes. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that that's almost exactly what it is because we just uh, the the immortality of it is is peeled away as yeah. as we get to see what real life is really like. Uh. No, no, I think just growing up in general, like, you lose innocence and you, like, you just realize how fucked up this world actually is. Yeah. No doubt. Regardless of yeah. who mm-hmm. you, your hero is. But that's what I mean. I, uh, yeah. So I, th- I think that's what uh, what Rob was alluding towards, where it's, like, just not, uh, 
nothing is what it seems. So, wow, I made myself sad. I know. <laughs> I'm so sad now. <laughs> right. Was You're not one of those depressing drunks, are you? Because <laughs> I'm going to cut you off right now. <laughs> Half a glass in, and I'm just like, the world is doomed. <laughs> well, that's where you have you get to the point of drinking where you're like, Man, I shouldn't have dumped her. She was so precious and special. I'll never meet another one like her. Which I, I'm not saying I've done that, but I have. Wow. Recently, depending on uh, Wait, depending on how many glasses are in. Uh, well, that blue. Oh, don't sweat that. Okay. Yeah, we'll be fine. So yeah, basically, we're just gonna have to limit you to some extent before we get to that level. Yeah. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> Especially in front of Patch, like you know, I'm right here. <laughs> no, uh, all good. I've, I've been through all the stages. I think I can be every single drunk possible oh, yeah. just throughout the night. Have you ever punched a tree? Probably. Saw a guy do that. Saw a guy fight a tree in college. It's pretty tree. funny. The tree was there, and he was he was talking shit to the tree. Look at you standing there with your leaves and your bark. And he starts <laughs> punching the tree, and his, 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 his knuckles were bleeding. I said, dude, stop doing that. Stop. No, the tree makes me angry. I, I don't know. He was a little insane. Yeah. Yeah, good times. No, that's, that's, that's the funny part about alcohol. I mean, you know, it's in the bottom line, it's a poison and, and yeah. so forth, and that's how it works. But what it seems to do is strip away all... <laughs> all the layers of uh, civility, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it just takes you to your basest form. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's a what was it? In vino veritas? Is that it? Right? It, wait, what is that? In vino veritas? I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, in, in in wine, there is truth. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Where does that come from? Like, is that um, it's an old, something cool? It's an old Latin and term. The um, Matrix. The Matrix. No. Uh, you, you 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 really you from really now wanna, on right you really want to know the pop culture reference that it's that it comes from yes Tombstone what the movie Tombstone oh Tombstone a... with Kurt Russell and Val uh, Kilmer Val Kilmer yeah it's Doc Hollywood it's a, it's a male movie yeah okay well regardless it's, it's a movie I probably well, haven't seen right well it's got the best scene of uh, who was the bad guy with the red shirt Johnny. The, oh uh, the, well Johnny Ringo's the the coolest bad guy. What um, did, why can I not remember the guy's name? The right? actor's name. Oh, wait. He was kind of the lead bad guy? Kind of. Yeah, I don't know the actor's name. He had a um, mustache. Yeah. Uh, Bill. <sighs> um, no, it wasn't Bill from the Terminator movie. The no, 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 guys. no. It was, uh, no, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't know the actor's name. Okay, but, but uh, the character's name was Bill? The, yeah, I'm almost sure the character's name was Bill, and someone's going to completely light me up for that, because <laughs> as many times as I've seen this movie, I cannot recall this. Oh, my Lord. Googling is so cheating. Yep, sure is. But I don't want to let the audience think we're total morons. Like, you have computers! Let's just hit the... Computers I can't use. Way to make yourself look better. <laughs> Sorry. Need kids in their music. Powers Booth. Hmm? Powers Booth. Powers Booth, okay. Yeah. What's the character's name, then? Yeah, Curly Bill. Curly Bill. Curly Bill. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because right. at one point, Almost. <laughs> he looks at the guy and goes, "Well, bye." <laughs> that's just a great line. That's oh yeah. No, no. That's uh, 
I, that that whole scene was good. Oh yeah, that whole scene was good. Yeah, because I yeah, it was like it was one of those like it, that line is great because it was so offhand. Uh, just because they're they're passing by with their dead brother and they're like <laughs> we're leaving town, and it's like they're all sad and despondent and angry at the same time. And that was his response. Yeah, <laughs> it was just He's like such a well, dick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Powers booth. Wasn't he in some show recently? That uh, very possible, but uh, again, I, I could barely, I couldn't even remember the dude's name. So, like Deadwood, I think he was in that show. Powers Booth. I'm pretty much watching him in any western. That, that, that seems to work. Well, what is our fascination with the the western theme? Um, the uh, the wild part. Yeah, uh, wild it's, wild it's, it's the fact that wicked wild wild. Yeah, it, it's. I, I think it's the same. <laughs> wicked wicked wild wild. No, Rob. No. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it's the same thing we have uh, in terms of fascination with the post-apocalyptic zombie-style mm-hmm. uh, movies or environment, um, where it's it's a, not so much lawlessness, but a make-your-own-rules uh, world. It's like the where the, it's, the chaos. Yeah. But it be the, the, the Wild West, as we call it, it was a very brief time in our history. Mm-hmm. It was just a few decades, maybe. Right. Yeah, just the late 1800s, basically. So. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's Yeah, just, I think the whole lawless part of it is what you're talking about. Like, just the fact that you're really making your own world and your own rules. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah. You make your, like, little mini town and... The bad guy runs it because he's got the ammo and <laughs> the muscles type of thing. Yeah, I think that's it. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's the closest thing we've ever had to a uh, zombie apocalypse, I think. That's, that's a good I point. think that's basically it. And being badass with guns. Pew, pew. I guess that's a, that's a part of it, too. It's very well, easy just, to... It's like a society based on martial law. Right. Kind of. It's the only time in our in our country's history where that's really been a thing. Right, right. Because, so. I mean, really, who else cares about the desert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so few reasons for us to be out there, but then we, right. we started to move west. And then, what was it, about 100 years ago, Vegas was established? Um, I think Vegas is about 100 years old. That that sounds right, but uh, I couldn't tell it? you the... No. Um, I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Vegas didn't become what it is now until uh, Bugsy Siegel started the flamingo. I think that was the beginning of okay. Vegas as 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 we know it. Yeah, we just watched a documentary on that, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, cool. Like a month ago or something. Right. Right. Um, I was half paying attention. Yeah. Right. I forced her to watch. I things had anime where she learns. under the screen. It was good. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I can imagine it was a it, it was a, a standard Western uh, town. Back in the day, so. But yeah, I, you know, like you said, it's a it's a previous, re- reasonably short time in our in our uh, recent history, and we're just completely enamored with it. Yeah. So. And we've sent time travelers back there, and Back to the Future <laughs> three, and been to some uh, parody movies about right. that, Blazing love, Saddles. Right. I love how uh, actually Back to the Future is becoming so so relevant now because mm-hmm. we are now officially in the year. That they traveled forward to sure. in the second movie. What's the year? Like twenty fifteen. It was twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we're supposed to have like hover skateboards and hoverboards and flying cars and three D hologram Jaws movies and yeah, it was pretty cool. 
Uh, we don't have any of that. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Like in the fifties, like their black and white movies were like, "Hey, we're gonna have hover cars by mm-hmm. like nineteen something." Yeah, we've been dreaming of that for a long time. Right. Yeah. Hover cars and jetpacks are standard future fare, and yet that are extremely fun. dangerous. Right. <laughs> I, I see hover cars, jetpacks. I've just I've never seen the allure of jetpacks. I don't I don't understand it. Hmm. Like. I'm right there with you, actually. I mean, I'm sure there I mean, is like, plenty of reasons. I mean, like, instant teleportation would even, like, be a million times better. Like, just be like, snap your fingers and be somewhere with a switch <laughs> or whatever. True. But, yeah. No, uh, they actually did an interview with the, with the director or the, no, the screen screenplay writer of Back to the Future. And uh, some people were asking him about, like, uh, how he felt about how the future was now versus what he saw. Like, did he... Did he really foresee any of the things was he disappointed that some of the things that he put in the movie are not around oh yeah things like that it was uh, it was pretty interesting because hmm. um because he said you know there's still a couple of things that are uh uh that are in the movie that that are are were pretty prophetic i mean just because technology has advanced the, the way it has where it's like there's a lot of voice activation happening now oh yeah you know that wasn't that was still seem seemingly far off back then but you know we're pretty much to that point now so yeah it's pretty cool but the uh the internet has basically shut down lots of other uh, future tech. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Reddit's mostly responsible for that. Now that we have Reddit, nobody wants to invent anything. They just want to click on whatever they're clicking on on the website. All right. It's, it's taking our attention away from the important stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> Reddit.com yeah. forward slash all. No. <laughs> A-W-W, just all. Everything you click on it, you're just like, oh. Yeah, that is a pretty cute section. They have, they have a hamster section, which is adorable. I'm sure. You and your hamsters. I know. <laughs> yeah. We all have our weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the thing, is Reddit has a section for everything. It really does. I have stayed away from it for so long. Yeah. But now we're on lunch break and we have an hour lunch oh. in like 30 minutes. I'm done eating. Yeah. And so I'm sitting next to my friend who has a smartphone. So like I nudge him and I'm like, let's look at all pictures for the next 30 minutes because I have nothing better to do. What am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> an hour lunch is a long time. Well, I mean, you could read a book. What's that? <laughs> They used to come in paper, and you go to store. What's paper? What's a store? <laughs> Is that like Amazon? <laughs> yeah. Somebody doing an interview like that years and years ago when oh, yeah. e- when ebooks first started becoming popular. It's like. You know, is this really the way of the future? Is this how things are going to go? And the guy's like, look, basically it's going to probably happen like this. Everybody's going to start using e-books, e-readers. Yeah. Which is almost becoming the case just via tablet. And uh, <laughs> he starts talking about, like, you know, this is, it's just going to snowball. And everybody's going to do this. And it's basically going to kill uh, books as we know them now. And then you just fast forward years and years and years. And somebody's going to be like, you know what? I want, I want to read this. But I don't want it on. I don't want it on my tablet. I just want something that I don't need power for. Is there a way where I can just like maybe print it and then just like have it not connected to anything? And that way, like I can just read it, and when I'm done with it, I, I can just leave it somewhere else and not have to have it with everything else. It's like you mean like printing it on paper on like pages? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a really good idea. <laughs> and we can bind Somebody's it together gonna with glue. <laughs> Have a nice pretty cover. Right. Somebody's going to invent that? It's like, that's the greatest idea ever. <laughs> so it's going to be your retro inventions. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> like, see that happen. Like Futurama with the uh, 
<laughs> with the phone booths, like they go back in time. It's like <laughs> one of the people from the future sees a phone booth and they're like, what's this, a suicide booth? No, no, it's a, it's a phone booth. You go in there and it's just a, a phone where you can make calls from there. And he's like, you know, so I just got to put change in this and then I can make calls. I don't have to carry this thing around anymore. Sweet. And just throws his cell phone away. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, grass is always greener. So. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's ever going to come to that, though. That's why they have those cute little, like, eye watches or whatever, I guess, they're going for. Well, it's the... The Apple like Watch. A, well, there's the Apple Watch, but you know, then we have all these fitness watches. Yeah. You know what I thought was really cool that never actually, like, made it was, like, I think it was, like, Nokia had one of those, like, it was a cell phone, but it was so thin that you wore it around like a watch. Oh, really? Like, like, you, like one of those snap bracelets. Oh, wow. Basically. Yeah. And, it, you know, it connected, and it was, like, silicone, and it had all, like, the electronics on the inside. And I don't know why this never came out. Probably yeah. because it was a really basic phone and not a smartphone that could oh, do okay. it. But, I mean, like, so, you know, I don't have to carry anything. It's just thin little, like, watch you could put around that's actually a phone. That you didn't, like, it was literally a phone. And hmm. I saw it, and it never made it to, like, super production for anything. And I was really depressed. Because I think that's such a great idea. But, I mean, I guess if you don't have your Reddit or Twitter on hand, it's not good enough. Right. It, it, the technology's actually gone the other way, where basically we're getting bigger and bigger phones now. Where mm -hmm. For a while, it started, we started with huge phones. Yeah. Shrunk them down. And now they've slowly gotten bigger and bigger because we need a bigger screen because our internet is on our phone. Yeah, now we can see web pages and stuff on right. our screens. Whereas before, it was just text. Stuff right. like that. So it's, it's just completely gone the other way. Yeah. Well, they tried to make them bigger, and then that didn't work out. Like, was it, like, the S, the Samsung, or was it Sony, or one of them made, like, a huge one that only, like, looked decent in, like, a basketball player's hands because it was so freaking huge. They still have them, though. I mean, I think... Yeah. Uh, it's basically halfway between a tablet and a phone, basically. Well, Google just put out one called the Nexus 6, which uh -huh. is a 6-inch phone. And I think it was built by uh, LG. Okay. Asus, one of those guys. But uh, it's their it's, it's Google's flagship phone, and Pat went look went to look at it. Almost, you know, she was considering it because she has a, pur a purse and she can carry it around. But right, right. a little too big though. Six inch phone, we're starting to get into small tablet territory. Right. Yeah, like you're so, on. It's covering yeah, your whole head. When you hold it up against your head, yeah. So it looked looked kind of ridiculous. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, uh, maybe even like the iPhone Plus, the iPhone Six Plus. That's five and a half inches. That's kind of pushing the limit of what's acceptable. Right. I want holograms. That's what I want. Yeah. I want. I want that little watch phone, mm -hmm. and right. then you press a little button, and it pops up a little hologram screen. A little mini yeah. Princess Leia asking for help. Yeah. She's not even going to get that joke. That's the great part about it. So <laughs> I know, because you've never seen Star Wars. I saw the beginning of one of the episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So skipping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually saw that part, though, oh. with the hologram. That was the early part of the first movie. That was the very beginning of the first movie. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See? See? Uh -huh. I got it. <laughs> Anyways, in my anime, <laughs> they have something similar. <laughs> but that'd be cool because then your watch becomes your device for everything. If you need a big screen to read like a, like a book or something, you can make it big. If you need just something small, you can make it small. That's a good idea. Right? That actually is a pretty good idea. Yeah. I think just like at this point in my life, I don't want, I don't want to carry stuff. Yeah. I don't want to carry my phone around. I don't want to carry my credit cards or anything. Mm -hmm. Really, like I stopped carrying purses if I could help it. Yeah. Which makes my jerks, my jerk, my, <laughs> my job so, so much more enjoyable. Freudian slip. Yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> Everything okay, you two? <laughs> Anyways. 
um, you're not allowed to bring like your cell phone or anything with you oh. on the floor. So they give you a locker, which, by the way, they provide their own lock for it. Like, you know, it's not one of those buy your own damn lock because we hate you companies. It oh, was like, we cool. love you, company. Here's a free lock and a yeah. locker. Well, they know that when you go to a job, you shouldn't have to pay for anything relating to that job. They, right. That's part of having a job is them giving you money. Right. It was, <laughs> not it taking was it. so amazing to have like a job that actually cares about that's you. That's cool. So anyways, um, so you put everything in your locker. And I have this locker and I can put everything in it. And all I do is carry my little badge on a clip Yeah. that lets me in and out the door. Like It's amazing. I don't have to carry anything with me or worry about anything. And I wish life was like that in general. But oh, no, yeah. I have to carry a purse because I'm a female and I need, like, you know, a hairbrush and, like, some pills just in case you get a headache and maybe some band-aids. Sure. <laughs> like, you know, you got your credit cards and your cash and your cell phone and then keys and, yeah. I'm not sure where I was going with this conversation. <laughs> I think where she was going is uh, she's going to be one of the proponents of the chip in the brain. That, oh, yeah. You know, where you just... What was it, the actual iPhone on Futurama <laughs> where they shove the phone into your eyeball? <laughs> that works, too. Right, right. I'm sure Apple would if they could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're working on it now. Um, the eye eye. <laughs> <laughs> the real iPhone. Right. You want some more, Rob? No, I think I'm okay for the moment. Kind of let it sit. Don't want to get uh, uh, too, too far. Yeah. Where you're, where you're starting... Where the v- words aren't coming out, like they're not coming out right now. It's <laughs> uh, all good. It's like maybe I should drink more so that it will do the. Maybe it has the opposite effect. Like maybe if you're, <laughs> if you're really bad with it, it gets better. <laughs> that special kind of drunk, or at least you, you can drive better. At least you think <laughs> you'll talk better. Right, right. Well, a good driver is a relaxed driver, so <laughs> drink up. That is bad. Please yeah. tell the kids at home not to do kids that. Kids don't do kids that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Listening to our show. Don't, don't drink up, please. <laughs> please and, don't drink and drive. And while you're at it, go ask your parents why they're letting you listen to this filthy show. <laughs> Especially the last show, which was dirty. So. <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> it's liquid courage. No, um. <laughs> so, what else has been going on? <laughs> What else has been going on there, Christina? How's the job? I love the job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the pay is not where I want to be. Like, you know, sure. of course I want to make like $15, $20 an hour, but not going to make it at this type of job because it's so, the type of job it is. I'm not sure how to explain it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a great company so far. Like, just, I like that they care about yeah. their employees. But it means a lot. I can't really, I'm not allowed to talk about um, anything. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Really. Not even the process. Like you come in the beginning of the day and where do you go? What What do you, where uh, do you sit? What do you do? Really? I sit with a bunch of other people yeah. and we have a good time with each other. We play video games and when you find like, because I mean you're testing it so you're looking for bugs. Yeah. You're doing your best too. Like there is a difference between testing and playing. Playing is you're playing for fun. Testing mm-hmm. is you are breaking the game. Yeah. You are running off the cliff six million times in a row to see if anything will change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. That definition of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, you just want to hire insane people to do this because that's all I do is I sit there and I take, like, this body and I pick it up and I stack it in a spot and then I throw a grenade at it. And I'm like, hey, does this work? Does this keep going? Does anything happen? No? Would okay, that, I'm going to bug this. <laughs> would that be kind of an OCD 
type thing where you're 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 looking at every little thing. Um, that's the right term for it. Well, I think having attention to detail is important. Yeah. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have attention to detail. If you're just really good at breaking the game mm-hmm. and knowing how you did it, then you're fine. But like for me, like I'll see like this tiny little visual um, graphic that doesn't look right, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll put that out. Just because that, that's what I do. I like things to look pretty. If it doesn't look pretty, I'm not happy. Okay. And for me to get this job, to just like be able to tell the developers consistently, this is not pretty, yeah. is amazing. Like, fix this, fix this, fix this, fix this, fix this, yeah. because it's not pretty. Well, as a gamer, you have direct access to these people, and that, that's pretty cool. Well, truthfully, I mean, that's, that's just it. It's like, you know, even, even if you look at it that way, that's, that's still very relevant. Um, and, and you actually want somebody that's that's looking at the game that way because you know you've got people who are uh playing the game like uh the the end the end consumer uh you're gonna have somebody who's gonna buy this game because uh they like the they like the strategy of it or they like the action of it and uh if there's something intrinsically wrong with with that uh with that gameplay that's what's going to make them mad about the game then you have other people who like the graphics of it and uh, they, they want it to look a certain way. And if it doesn't look a certain way, that's, go- that's what's going to make them unhappy. So you actually want testers to be able to hit all those, all those facets. You basically want testers that represent all the different types of gamers. So you being in there and looking for these specific things is not, it, it's not any less important. It, it's, you're, you're just representing a different facet of what gamers look for. Yeah. So It's, it's not a hard job, but it's not for everybody. Yeah. Like, you you can't be that person that just wants to play the game once and be done with it. Yeah. You definitely are not that person. Right. It, it, sounds, it sounds tedious. Yeah. So you would it's have repetitive. to be okay. Yeah, you'd have to be okay with that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And some people are, even like, even like graphic designers. There's, mm-hmm. a lot, there's a tedium into what, into what happens there. Of course. It's the same thing, because you're really focusing on every little tiny detail. Right. That's pretty cool. I mean, not everybody does it, but what I like to do is stick in one area for yeah. the whole day and just oh, okay. point out everything that's wrong with this area, just everything, because, I don't know, I enjoy that. <laughs> like, if I was playing a regular video game for the video game, I think for, like, when I was playing Fallout 3, I was the one that picked up every single piece of junk. <laughs> Yeah. Every single if it, piece. If, if it wasn't nailed down, she was she was she would take it. <laughs> Even if it was stealing, it was giving me bad karma. It was <laughs> I would pick up every single piece from every place and every area and every house, and I would take it to the vendor and I would sell it for that like half a bottle cap price. <laughs> <laughs> so you spent a lot of the game walking slowly because you were weighed yes. down with junk. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I would say Fallout Three probably about twenty percent of that game was just walking to a vendor because I did not want to drop this thing that I had. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, doing a lot of stuff like that. Like, um, if you love video games and you love playing around like that, like, this job is amazing. Hmm. But uh, if you just play video games to play video games and you go through them and you like that, you're not going to enjoy this job because you're going to be on the same game for months yeah. at a time. You're going to be doing the same thing over and over because... I don't know. In my game, it's really easy. I'm working on XCOM too, so I think it's easier than. I don't. I, I don't really know about the other games because yeah. I haven't really tested on them. But you know, I get I, to test on my game, and it's something I personally enjoy. So. And I guess it's safe to tell us that because we know the game's coming out. Yes. Yeah, and we know yes. it's for the PC only. I am working on cool. it. I can't tell you any like um, yeah. my opinions on the game, for anything in general. 
or my opinions on any other games. I'm not allowed to do that. Fair either. enough. He's done with opinions now. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I know these, the new XCOM was pretty awesome. The, the one that just came out and then the expansion. Yeah, that was good. It was tough. Oh, yeah. It was a rough game. I mean, really, because your characters can die permanently. Oh, that's kind of cool. So you can build your squad of six people, and you can have six people at once, up to six. And then while you're back in your base, you can be continually recruiting new people so you can have refreshments or uh, replacements waiting waiting back at base. Right. But if you have a character out on the battlefield and they're high level with all this equipment, they die, they're gone. All that effort's gone, which is very frustrating. <laughs> and I yelled at that game a lot, a whole lot. I called that game a cocksucker so many times. It was just, bad. It was, it's not appropriate. It's but not it was very reload. satisfying. <laughs> you know what's bad is like that's almost how I view if a, if a game really works is how yeah. emotionally invested you can yes. be in it. Because uh, that was always the argument with... Uh, Final Fantasy VII, I believe, uh-huh. when the when the one character, like the one uh, female character, like the main one, like when she the, dies, yeah, she dies like somewhere. Yeah, Aerith. Okay. Aerith. Yeah, when she gets, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like everybody that's ever played it got to that moment and was just like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, screw this. well, it hurts two ways because, first of all, you lose the character and right, she right. was just this cool character. You thought, oh, they're going to be in love and everything. <laughs> but but like then at the same time, healer. you lost your best healer because she was so <laughs> awesome. But there was a hint, though, where, she, where everybody had limit breaks in that game and you get new ones every few levels. Right. She only had one. Okay. So if you look at that, like, why did she just have one? Because she's meant to die. She's right. not meant to level up that far. Right, no right. one is going to point that out. No, they're not. Yeah, they should look, have. Looking right. Looking that was back. their hint. <laughs> <laughs> but XCOM is kind of that way where you get a nice squad and you could lose half of them. And then you're like, damn, but those are my best people. But the cool part is that you can pull yourself up out of that pit right. where you're on the verge of defeat. And then you bring in some new people, do a few tough missions and get them through enough to level them. And then suddenly you, you can win that way. You can right, right. snatch victory out of the jaws of defeat. So <laughs> that, was, that was the yeah. satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard in um, one, though, you lost. You can lose the game. I lost the game the first time I played it. About five hours in, the aliens just, they took over. I couldn't defeat them fast enough. Oh, okay. well, if you win, you lose. Yeah. Like, if you play through the whole game, no matter what, you lose. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have you played through the whole brutal. game? Did I just kill it for you? No, I mean, I've played, I've played through the XCOM game three times. And the expansion one time. All right. So, no, I'm pretty familiar with it. Yeah, it's like, you know, you won that battle, but you lost the war. Yeah. And aliens take over. Well, there was, I did get an ending where we had won. There's, there was a winning ending. Although I, I would but there were losing endings. Well, I hear that the, for the new game, the, the ending, uh, the, when you go into it, the story is going to be that you lost. Mm-hmm. The game's going to start with the world have, has been taken over by aliens. And they've rebuilt the cities. To be to look kind of human, but kind of a little bit off. Everything looks too perfect. Mm-hmm. They're trying to replicate human society and, and to kill everybody else off. Oh, and that's where it'll go. Interesting. Which is kind of cool. They took the the dark ending, right? Right. Kind of made it canon. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, that's another thing too. I like. That's like I always like it when you have a, a, a wide variety of possibilities. You know. Oh I, yeah. Uh, I like that. That was that was me being a bit masochistic way back in the way back in the day. You, I don't know if you remember the conversations we used to have, where it's like every game I talked about wanting to make for myself 
was always like absurdly hard and yeah. it's like you know well, I, re- I remember us having this discussion when uh, when you were living with greg yeah and it was always the 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 conversation always ended up with like no one else is gonna like this but you <laughs> <laughs> that was always the end of the conversation well you, your type must have been where the dark souls games come from where you want these incredibly hard games yeah that so few people can beat. Right, right. And I hate that. <laughs> Why do you do that? It seems like a cool series to play, but right, I can't right. do it. Tried it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think that's the thing. It's, it's, you know, it's finding that balance between it being so difficult that it's that it's not fun versus uh, uh, so challenging that it pushes you to try something that you, yes. you may you may not have tried before. Indeed. You know, um, that was what I always talked about. I always like the games that. Um, force you outside of the game to to do something else okay um the only my my only first-hand experience that i always say was uh the game mist where um uh, there was a part in the game where you had to solve a puzzle and it was and it was particularly tough to solve if you couldn't read music but if you couldn't oh. read music you could actually solve it pretty easy because mm. it was it, it was playing a certain thing on a piano yeah and so uh you know to to, to be able to solve it reasonably easy you would have had to basically either no music or learn it enough to <laughs> enough to play this particular part yeah otherwise it was just a it was a struggle and back then the internet wasn't as big as it is now so they didn't even have gamefacts.com to right. look stuff up right right so and it wasn't you couldn't google there was no google what what did you have back that was what 95 oh, yahoo and aol and if if that alta vista AOL. alta vista i loved alta vista <laughs> yeah yeah had a mountain. i think that was the one i got i think yeah. that was the one i used most of the time <laughs> Uh, also showing our age. So mm-hmm. There's somebody out there right now like, what do you mean there was no Google? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, before Google, they had these things called search engines, but they had a lot of them. <laughs> it wasn't just there's Google and that's it. We had <laughs> like a mean? dozen. I thought Google was the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so hmm. uh, no, those, those, those types of things are, are, are pretty interesting to me. But, yeah, you know, I, I ask a lot usually. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the you're the guy who played Fallout Three, where you set up the town with all the guns, <laughs> and with, as we talked about in the last exactly, show. Exactly, exactly. So that's yeah. Now we see where you're coming from. You just want to play things differently, right? So, but I like that I because from that kind of a mind comes these obscure little games. Uh, like right. there's a game I played called Fez, where it was sort of like a platformer, like Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. but you could spin the world four times. On on, nine, on a 90 degree axis. Okay. So if you're looking at the wall in front of you, you hit a button, it shifts 90 degrees, and suddenly you're on the side of that wall. So okay. you're constantly spinning the world around you to try to, to, to make things reach work. your goals. That's it. See, I'd love to see that game. I remember Greg yeah. showing us Braid. And yes. to this day, Braid is one of the coolest concepts oh, yeah. I've seen in the game. That was a rocket game. Yeah, but games like that with you're Braid right. and, and, and Fez, they come from minds like yours where you just <laughs> want to do different things. Right. So that's pretty cool. Interesting. I appreciate that. Right. Maybe one of these days I'll actually use it for something other than, you know, put pocketing. <laughs> put pocketing. That is P U T P O C K E T I N G. Put pocketing. That is correct. That's okay. When um, we win the lottery or make a million dollars, you can come be a video game tester with me. There you go. <laughs> Just as a hobby. Right. Now I would. You know how quickly I would get fired with the whole like feature not a bug thing <laughs> i'd be like uh this is all wrong this is that's the concept of the game sir no. yeah it shouldn't be this way though so. <laughs> <That sucks. laughs> yeah but it's okay no, i'm not i'm not too worried about it 
Hmm. Like I said, I, my dreams were crushed years ago. It's okay. I can continue on now. So. <laughs> Ow. You know how guilty I feel sometimes, though, that I have your dream job? <laughs> so that's the, the back story on that is, is years ago, I mean, I, I was fairly certain I was going to be making games as, as a career, just like every other person who ever played video games is the majority of their childhood. And I decided to uh, pursue that even in college where um, I changed my major to computer science. Yeah. Uh, started learning uh, programming at, at a much better level than I was at. Um, at this time, which was uh, the mid and late 90s, there, were, there wasn't too much uh, emphasis on uh, video game development as a, as a career path. So there was not really a lot of, a lot of classes in uh, a lot of universities that had a lot of like 3D modeling and animation and things like that. So right. I, I just went the programming side, knowing that uh, that that was available. Um, I had my disagreements with a number of things, but you know, barely made it through uh, to graduate. Knew just enough to kind of be dangerous and decided, well, let's let's give it a shot. Uh, started looking around for jobs and so forth, and uh, quickly learned that basically what you what you need to do at least at that time, and I'm sure this time it's not too much different, is, is getting your foot in the door of the video game industry is typically coming in uh, for coming in to be a video game tester. And uh, you were looking for a term for, for that job. Entry level, I think, is the, the, the term that I think fits video game yeah. tester more than anything. Yeah. Because it, it's basically what gets your foot in the door. Um, so you learn those, uh, 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 you learn those ins and outs of, of that process. And even if you know uh, programming or you know modeling or, you know, God forbid you know both, you can basically try to work your way up uh, uh, from these bottom positions. So I looked for all these for quite a while and, you know, quickly learned that the the the, the majority, bar none, is, is in Silicon Valley. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, there are other places where you might be able to, but it's generally a pretty tough position to get into because it's it's coveted. You know, okay. there, there are still plenty of people that would love to do video games for a living. It's, it's, it's one of those dream jobs. You sure. Know? It's like, uh, it's, it's doing what you love. Um, looked around for a while, made it far enough west to get to Las Vegas, but uh, not any further, and uh, never really found anything that was that was going to work. So, uh, just kind of went with with what I knew, which was which was graphic design at the moment. And uh, you know, you just let it drop. You know, it's like it's. You know, when you're a kid and you want to be an astronaut and then you realize you're no good at math and yeah. you're obviously you're not going to do it, right? <laughs> so you just you just kind of let it go and you yeah. move on. You move on in life. And it usually never comes up until you end up dating someone and it's like, oh, yeah, I can get that job. And then <laughs> they get the job right in front of you. Oh. <laughs> and um, that's and it, so it, it comes up and it seems bad, but it's really good. So um, it, it's very cool that she got that job. Oh, yeah. So... Why do astronauts need to know math? Astronauts need to be knowing a lot of things. Well, I mean, just... Would, you know what? Never mind. Well, when you're in space and you're up there with a small group of people, you basically need to know everything about what you're doing. And, and with a spaceship, you have a lot of things to worry about. There's physics. The, and yeah, and the math is part of the physics. And there's how you assemble things. If you're up there repairing uh, the Hubble Space Telescope, you need to know how that damn thing works. I mean, so, they're basically engineers that yes. have to be in spacesuits. So, yeah. Oh, well, thanks for ruining my dreams about being an astronaut. Yeah. So you need to have the engineering 
and physics background <laughs> and the physical side of it to be able to do that. Right. I don't have any of those. <laughs> uh-huh. This is this is why lots of children's dreams get crushed about being an astronaut. Yep. So, you know, uh, outside of the fact that we don't even do that anymore. <laughs> That's right. We've, we're done with that. <laughs> now the government has made it uh, policy to crush those dreams. So. <laughs> Just another reason to dislike the government. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's just like anything else. It's like you see something, you think it's great. And uh, once you see the work that is entailed in doing it, um, you quickly learn what you're capable of and what you're not. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I, as much as I joke around with it, I don't begrudge you a bit. It's, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, still, it's still very cool. So. Yeah, well, I'm happy. I love video games. Yeah. Well, getting this job was probably a really... And you know what's funny is everybody so far has joined this company because they want to develop video games. Yeah. And that's understandable. I don't want to develop video games. <laughs> but in a way you you are because you're taking work that the, these developers have made and you're tweaking it. You're you're pushing it in different directions. Maybe mm. subtle directions, but you're still affecting the game. Right. So yeah. you become part of the development process. Right. Well, I think my career in this type of industry is going to be a little bit different from everybody else like you know they want to get into developing the video game and modeling and stuff and I just want to be like hmm nope I just want to tell you if this game sucks or not that's all right (laughs) it's okay well I mean what's funny is that's that's literally the dream job of so many other people where it's like you know you've got podcasts yeah like this where it's like (laughs) that that is the entire premise of the podcast oh yeah tell you how much this game sucks (laughs) which I am not allowed to do anymore I cannot tell you how great this game is or how much it sucks well the fact that we have you here who's you're in there you're doing that and this is not a video game podcast right it's probably frustrating for people who do video game podcasts and would love to have someone on the show like <laughs> yeah. you. At so. the beginning, they're just like, you know, <laughs> if you're doing anything that like, um, what is it called? In the public view. Or that shares the interest, like that type of stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're developing video games, if you have like a blog spot where you talk about video games, you should probably stop. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we still end up talking about it a lot simply because that's, that's our generation. That's, yeah. that's what we know. Um, I, know. I don't know. It's crazy. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's what we came from. It's, uh, I think we were talking about that last time where basically, you know, the adults of the, of the world are now mm-hmm. becoming, you know, video game players. So. Yeah. And then when we were kids, though, even like the, the NES days, it was kind of a nerdy thing where we, we, we get made fun of. I mean, I got made right. fun of. But then yeah. over the years, gradually, people would start to join the crowd. and. Right. Even the jocks were playing games. Mm-hmm. Now everybody played. Now, if you if you're not a gamer, it's we're looking weird. at you like, why? Right. Why do you not you like anything? fun? Don't you have a smartphone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, sometimes Pat will ask me, "We should go on an adventure." I'm like, "Why? Why? I, I have. Have you seen the games that I play? Just today, I'm playing the Warhammer game where I'm on an alien right. planet with space marines with big metal armor and giant guns, just wasting." Orcs and aliens. Where do, why do I need a vacation from that? <laughs> That's the vacation. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a really good time to be a gamer. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anybody that doesn't or has not played a video game. Yeah. Well, again, it, like, it, even if it's as simple as like Candy Crush on your phone or right. something. Sure. You know, there's right. got to be a farm bill. Well, I, think, I think a combination of, of the technology advancement and just culture shift. You know, like you said, it, you know, 
video game players were basically the outcasts when we were growing up. Yeah. Where now uh, the culture has shifted where uh, I know there have been newscasts on it, I think, where people say that nerd is not so much, it's not a bad word anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a derogatory term. Yeah. It's, it's, I wouldn't even call it a term of endearment. It's just a, like a classification. You yeah. Know, it's like, it's just, a, or a qualification even, mm-hmm. where you, where it's like, somebody says, we need a nerd for this. We need a video game nerd. We need. A, <laughs> we, need we need somebody com- smart. You know, yeah, we, we need, yeah. It's it's almost com- it's almost become synonymous with we need an expert in this field. Yes. And uh, <laughs> even though even though you can look at it as derogatory in some way, it's still it's used in that way now. Mm-hmm. So where does that I think it's word come shift. from? That's a good question, actually. Google, Google. Do we want to know the? Okay, the the. I don't even think we should do this. I think this this should come up the next time. We'll we'll do some research. We'll do some research. What does the word nerd actually mean? Right, right. Yeah, let's not uh, slow the show down for that. <laughs> let's slow it down. Right. We'll keep we're going. on a crawl right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like right. we're, you know, this is going to just bring it to the final screeching halt. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, um, well, I mean, we have been going at this for like an hour, an hour, over an hour. Yeah, we're going to be wrapping up soon, no doubt. There was definitely something I saw that just said nerddom. Right. Like femdom or what is it? Well, um, this definition is that a person who be- a person who behaves awkwardly around other people and usually has unstylish clothes, hair, etc. Right, right. A person who is very interested in technical subjects, computers, etc. 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 Right. So, you, okay. Anything that uses etc. and trying to define something <laughs> right. does not like. Well, this is called I. Well, he was actually referring to something else. So. No, I should probably go to something like dictionary.com. Which yeah, is, like something that's credible. Uh, well, no, even those are just going to give you the definition. They're not going to give you that that history. Oh well. Yeah, we'll we'll have to. Uh, yeah, it, uh, explore uh, that a bit. But I know there's some kind of a background where a nerd used to be. There's an old meaning to it. Yeah. It's been around yeah. for a while. Right, right. It's yeah. one of those where it's been kind of... Well, I wonder if it's like bit. an abbreviation for something or, you know, something right, that's right. come up or oh, like yeah. somebody was just like nerdy one day and just decided nerd was a word. Right. Well, I mean, I'm, again, that's that's what we'll have to look up. So. Yeah. We'll it's investigate fine. for another time. Right. But it, it, again, the, the, the culture shift of it, it, it is really nothing but good just because it's now those people who are, who are outcasts are the ones that are multi-billionaires now because mm-hmm. they're the ones coming up with all the new technology that's actually helping, you know, that's actually progressing the world. Yeah. I mean, as, as kids, if you knew computers or had a computer, you were a nerd. That would be a nerd and the jocks would make fun of you. Right. Now, if you don't know about how computers work, right. you're, getting you're just on. kind of a, you're a dummy. It's like, really? You don't know how to just turn your computer on and go to your Outlook? I mean, really? Come right. on, guy. You know, we're going to be like, you know, 60 years old and be like, what do you mean you translate this bio language into something on this computer and something's going funny? Like, I don't know how to do that. I was never taught that. But like, yeah. you know, your two year olds like click, 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 click. Sure. And all of a sudden your computer is fixed. Again, that's, that's the culture shift. That's, yeah. You know, that's what we talk about. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, we're just going to become our parents in every single way that way. So. <laughs> Indeed. You know, you do your best to keep up, and you're, you're not going to keep up with everything, though. So, I at again, least want to keep up with computers it. for the rest of my life. I just want to keep up with 
computers and electronics. Just the technology behind their processors, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and don't need to know like the serious and deaf stuff, but you know, I don't want my two year old to show me up on a computer. Yeah. Like, that See, would probably be the most embarrassing moment of my life. That's mm. still going to be tough because again, it's it's going to be that same thing that we were talking about before, where yeah, the, the the children are going to be growing up with it. I mean, like as their mind is developing, they're going to have that stuff in front of them, and it's going to be second nature to them. So as good as you're going to be, they're going to be better inherently. Yeah. So I should just can't. go through like elementary with my kid. Just go to class every day. <laughs> be like, I'm just monitoring my child. Don't worry about me. But, I'm not studying. You know, can I take that test too? Right. You're short <laughs> enough. I think you can pass it. on that. Right. Oh, ow. <laughs> but even, even that, it's like it's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just the fact that our brains are not going to soak it in yeah. like theirs are. Yeah. So you, everything you do is not Stop going to be good talking. enough. So, the, yeah, it's with everything else, the way our bodies work, where we can't jump as high or run as far. We're right. not going to be able to think as, as deeply as we could right. younger. It, we just can't do it. I haven't hit that point yet where I've accepted that. I know that. I think that, that's, that's just it. That's the difference between her and us. We have, we have officially, like, just recently crossed that threshold. Yes. We accept that we are old. Yeah, we are at the beginning <laughs> of being old men, whereas right. you're still, you're She's kind of still. at the end of being a young woman. Right. We're just, we've accepted it. Just oh, my not. God. Never, <laughs> never repeat that again. <laughs> when you're not here, I'm just walking in the house going, man, look at all these young kids. I'll sit at this, uh, the door here, the window, and just watch just, people. Yeah, look sit. at these kids with their dogs exactly. and being happy. He's, sit, he's, he's sitting outside in that chair, <laughs> looking out, and whenever anybody walks by, he's shaking his fist at them, telling them that they're doing something wrong. That's exactly how this goes. <laughs> look at that five-year-old with his cell phone. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that bad. It's just like, you know, I'm on the treadmill and I'm like, why does this hurt? <laughs> why, yeah. do, why do my joints hurt so much? <laughs> and they're not going to stop hurting. Right. Yeah, they aren't. They don't. <laughs> I'm sitting there like going up the stairs. When does this ever get easier? Exactly. It does not. <laughs> how are you How are you feeling, by the way? Is it like uh, the recovery from, from the surgery? Oh, fine? the vasectomy? Everything's cool with that, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, feel good. I'm due for another checkup in about two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. For the last uh, sterilization, where they'll verify if I'm sterile or not. Right, right. Um, I think occasionally I'll still get, if I push it a little too hard on my my scrotum, I'll get a little nudge of pain. But that might just be normal pain because they're sensitive anyway. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, feel good. Healed up pretty well. Good, good. A plus. But, I mean, I think, but that's just it. It's like, you know, we're, we're, we're getting to that point where it's like we're just accepting those pains. It's like, yeah, that's just, that's a pain. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pain. I've, yeah, I'm, hell, I've had a, a slight pain in my left knee for years now, mm-hmm. especially when I go to a movie, sit there for a couple hours. When I get up, it's, it hurts. Right. That's just how it is. Right. Just have a bad left knee. What no, am I going to do? No. <laughs> no. Shake it off. Cry. Walk it off. No. <laughs> well, cry, yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> Shake it off. <laughs> what's bad is, like, I'm thinking more and more about this right now. Right now, what's going on on TV or out in California is the CrossFit Games. CrossFit. I don't know if you've seen this. So you know what CrossFit is in general. It's that really extreme uh, high-intensity workout. Yeah, scary. Um, so they basically have a <laughs> they basically have a competition where you basically take some of these CrossFit, what do you call them, uh, uh, routines okay. and, uh, and and they make a competition out of it where you try to do X weight in Y time and uh, you you compete against other 
That sounds People terrible. That sounds absolutely mm-hmm. horrifying. And what, what's funny is, like, so in order to do this, you have to be in absurdly good shape. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, even watching it, and I watched it last year, and like, I saw a little bit of it yesterday, and it, it lets you know how old you really are, like how <laughs> out of shape you really are. <laughs> and it's 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 funny. Um, I've got to... it. it it's, it's almost like that hoarder's... Uh, mentality where you watch it and now it makes you want to be better. <laughs> Did we discuss that? Um, hoarders? About, yeah. Have, have we talked about Hoarders? The, the show Hoarders? Like I don't think so. little like cartoon strip which is amazing. I wish we could find it. We'll find it on the internet at some point. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's like the stick figure meme thing and it's just like, you know, watch Hoarders and it tells you like, you know, all this horrible shit about Hoarders. <laughs> And then it pans over and it looks at your room and like you have this sock on the floor, but everything else is like pretty and pristine. Yeah. And then he like comes pans back and he's just like throw away everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, the the hoarder show is the best is the best motivation to clean up. Like okay, is, <laughs> if if you if you have any problems that you need to clean up in your house, hoarders will make you do it. Byron brings home something weird. Stop being a hoarder. Mm-hmm. I don't want this shit in my house right now. Get rid of this crap. Just go. If you've been put off putting off vacuuming for just a week too long, so you watch that show, yeah, I better vacuum. All right. House looks fine, but you need to do it just to feel clean. <laughs> right, they pull up that carpet, and you're like, oh, oh. no. Oh, no. <laughs> you. People live with that. Uh, How is that possible? So, what do they find under these carpets? What do you mean? Anything and everything. I, mold, have you, have you ever, dirt. How, how much of the show have you watched? Or have you watched I've never show? watched the show. You should watch the show. <laughs> I don't watch Just shows watch like that. Just watch one of the shows. Hoarders. Just pull right. it up and watch it. Mm. Oh, yeah, really? All you need is one. Okay. I think that's it. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's literally just watching, watching someone... That that's really struggling with this problem, and all that becomes all that envelops your mind is that is that moment of I don't want to be that. Yeah, I don't need to be this, <laughs> and you just start looking around, <laughs> figuring out <laughs> how close you are. To what you're what can you throw away at this moment to make you feel better? <laughs> but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's an it's a, it's a weird it's an interesting feeling. So. Hmm. See, now I'm now I'm thinking because I know we have there's a shelf over there that has stuff on it <laughs> that I don't think we need all that stuff. There's a closet next to the the bathroom that has a bunch of her school books. She's not taking classes. She might go to do her masters, but why do we still have those books? I tried to get her to get rid of those things. I think my wife is a hoarder. <laughs> I damn it. Plus, you have to you have to come up differently and be like, you know, you could donate those books to somebody mm-hmm. else who could need them. Yeah. Because otherwise, there's like all these like physical attachments. Like, you know, Byron is a hoarder. Yeah. I am not gonna lie. Really. Whether he knows it or not, he oh is. My. Because I have those he brings home stuff, or we like, you know, we'll get a cup. Like this is the simplest like example I can give it's you. We go to a fast food place, oh. and we get those plastic cups, and he wants to reuse them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like a m- couple months later, we have like 10 of these like fast food cups in our cabinet. And I'm just like, there is no reason we yeah. need all that. Let them go, Byron. Let them go. Right. You know, the other day, like, you know, I was cleaning because I'm the one that cleans dishes most of the time. And I'm sitting there cussing in the kitchen like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even put any fucking water in this. What the fuck's going on? 
And so finally, I was like, I'm like, Byron, why do you need all these cups? And he's like, we don't need them. And I'm like, good. And they're in the trash. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that, that hoarding like bugs me so much. We have cups. We don't need extra plastic cups. Yes, they're nice. And yes, it, it comes down to not wanting to be wasteful, yeah, I think. I understand our, that. Our situation, well, Byron's situation, he really thinks he can use anything for anything. And <laughs> it's very possible. And he could, but we never get to that situation where we need it. And then, of course, you know, like 10 years later, we're going to be like, man, I wish I had this cup where I could put stuff in. Why did I throw away that cup? <laughs> <laughs> but for now, it's just like, you know, we're renting an apartment. We don't want to be there forever. So mm-hmm. I don't want to move a ton of shit when then we're done. So Yeah, minimize. Plus, with the small apartment, you probably don't have that much room anyway. Right. right. I know our cabinets are kind of small, so. Yeah, for some reason, in our dining room, we have like 30 golf clubs, though. What? Oh. Why do you? Oh, that's, that's right. You do golf, though, in your spare yeah. time. Yeah. Actually, that's got a different story behind it, but oh. um, what I need to do for that is just uh, get off my ass and uh, find boxes. So, <laughs> so uh, that'll be on me. Mm. I, I take full responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we need 30 golf clubs in our dining room? He doesn't use them. <laughs> a golf club set doesn't even have 30, does it? It's no, like 14 to 15. 14 to 15, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But again, mm. there's a that's an that's another story. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at you trying to avoid that. <laughs> yeah, so gradually we're peeling well, no back the layers of our personalities. Right, like right. Little things are coming out. <laughs> I like this. It'll be a fun adventure. Right, right. It's really not that hard. Byron was an OCD hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, there, there's only two layers. Yeah. <laughs> Just let it go. You're right. right. <laughs> now, um, but yeah, again, that's that's uh, that's another story, but. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I don't, that's, again, that's, that's, that's more OCD and less, no, or more hoarding, I guess, and less OCD, so. Is it also a little laziness, perhaps? No, it's all laziness. It's <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Yeah. That, that's usually, what's bad is, it's like, you can get away with being a lot of other things mm-hmm. if you aren't lazy. <laughs> I think being lazy makes a lot of other mild problems more yeah. severe. I agree. So, um, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll have to work on those things. <laughs> so. It is, but again, I'll do it later. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to solve those problems? Later. Right. <laughs> Did I mention procrastination? That's a problem, too. <laughs> yeah, definitely one of those procrastinators. No planning for mm-hmm. anything whatsoever. Zero all the time. You know, when you take those, like, personality tests, it tells you, like, um, they ask you, like, six million questions, and you got to say if you're closer to this option or this option because they want to put you in, like, a category mm-hmm. of, like, SLS or whatever. I don't you even yeah, remember how they do it anymore. Yeah, there's it's like four there's four quadrants and you're in a certain yeah. cross section, something like that. And they give you like letters to kind of define who you are. Yeah. And you know, one of them kinda of tells you that, hey, you're really laid back and you never actually make plans, you just go with the flow. Uh-huh. And that is probably like the epitome of what that is, is just go with the flow constantly, one hundred percent. Like, if he ever makes a plan, like an actual plan, like, I think hell would freeze over. <laughs> no, it's really what happens is if I actually make a plan, it's horrible. And there's no... Because <laughs> I don't know how to do it. So. <laughs> that's also very possible. <laughs> Maybe that's why you never make a plan. Right. So you're, like you're Dr. Evil. You just you can't make a solid plan. You yeah. always fail. Right, right. 
Always have one in depth guard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's probably part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you try. I'm, you're I'm, just missing that one thing exactly. that just makes it all fall apart. I just, if I worked a little bit harder, I could be a super villain. But till that day comes. <laughs> <laughs> you can just go back to being procrastinating. Right. <laughs> Guess I'll just go back to work tomorrow. So. <laughs> um, no, I think that's a lot of it. I think a lot of us we've had that discussion i've had that discussion with lots of different people at lots of different times where i think a lot of people are like one or two steps away from becoming a super villain <laughs> it's you know everybody's got their different path to it yeah eventually everybody's like that close you know you just you it's like if only i could do this then you'd be a super villain well not well, I guess so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, have you ever been sitting at a crosswalk in your car waiting to take a right turn, and there's some slow person walking across, and you're like, man, if I just hit the gas, I could just wipe them out. You could be a murderer yeah. in a second on that your path to supervillainy, but you just don't do it. Exactly. That's it. Bill Burr. That was the Bill Burr stand-up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was, I mean, it was almost that exact thing where he was talking about that being a, he called it a functioning psycho. <laughs> 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 where it was like, uh, you know, you're just driving down the road and you're just being slow about it. And you see the, the bus stop where everybody's waiting for the bus. And he's like, man, so I'm just sitting here driving. I got my hand at the top of the steering wheel, top of the steering wheel, totally normal. If I move that just three inches to the right, <laughs> I'm on the cover of Time Magazine. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost scary where we're always on just the precipice of, of evilness right, and badness. Right. So, yeah, it's, hmm. uh, I think there's a lot of us. And then it's a different, it's a different precipice for each person. So mm-hmm. uh, we can all go that way. It's sad that it's always evil, though. <laughs> Nobody's ever just that one step away from being a hero. It's always... <laughs> yeah, why can't we be good? Yeah. You know, if you just went one inch the other way, you could save the old lady or something. But right. no, it's just more fun to kill. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's easier to do it this way. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a... That's a discussion for another time where... Uh, Indeed. We figure out... <laughs> figure out the root of evil in men. So, I don't know. Well, we can solve all the world's problems in other episodes. <laughs> Care cancer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll get to that, but exactly. we're procrastinating. So well, no, I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Procrastinated <Another> forever. <laughs> I was going to cure cancer, but I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's the only thing game. stopping us. It's the only thing stopping us. <laughs> i got to go on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of cat videos i got to catch up on, and then after that, we'll be rattling cancer. Oh, wait, Aww. little Billy died yesterday? Oh, if I hadn't watched that cat video. <laughs> Thank you, Reddit. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's probably way too close to true. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a probably another good reason I never uh, I didn't go the medical route in school. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like when was surgery? Six o'clock. Oh, I can't get up that early. <laughs> just, um, I'll I'll be there when I get there. <laughs> or you get the emergency call. You're like, okay, I'll be there. I gotta go back to bed. Right. You give me, just give me like 20 more minutes. That's right. Call me back. (laughs) I don't want to get up, mommy. (laughs) Yeah. If you're that kind of person, don't be a doctor. Exactly. Exactly. No. Again, just one more dream to crush. Yeah. We've been doing this forever. Yeah. I'm hungry, actually. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) So, as usual, food is what's the problem. Call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Time to go eat some good burgers. Oh, yeah. We're going to... Where are we going? 
Uh, Ramsey's Burger? Ramsey Burger. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Ra- Ramsey's? Yeah, it's, it's Gordon Ramsey's Burger. Yeah, it's got, it has the fire. The big window of fire. <laughs> I was about to say, it has is, the fire okay? Yeah, that's part <laughs> of the act. What's bad is, out of all the days to talk about that fire on <laughs> That's the right, because of Cosmo. Oh, right across from it, too. Poor Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody that's working there. If anybody had any injuries or anything, we'll pray for you. <laughs> pray. <laughs> Keep talking. I'm just going to get to the thing. All right. <laughs> no. No, there's a, I, again, I made myself sad. That's twice in one episode, so it's kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Byron's sad, so I think we'll just call it a day. Shut up, Robert! Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Well, bye.